0: Hello. It is Tuesday, June 22nd, 2021. Big show today. Can't thank you enough for choosing to join us. Hashtag end a pod squad at the end. We're giving away some more money. So be a friend, tell a friend. Our big thank you for you spending time with us every Monday through Friday. There's a lot of shows that are eh, some that are average, some that are great. And you guys kind of wade through the shitstorm alongside of us. And I can't thank you enough. If you like the show, please be a friend, tell a friend. If not, just act like it never happened. Two ships passing in a night. We didn't, you know, see you later. Uh, Ty's not editing this. Mitt is. Ty is on his way to get hitched this weekend. So happy for him. So pumped for him. Can't wait to be at that wedding and uh, can't wait for you guys to hear today's conversation. I think you're going to enjoy it. The is massive. Uh, Ian Rappaport joins us to talk about a lot of things that are happening off the field, whether it's. Uh, uzis and lambos or guns uh, being shot at players in the nfl which by the way might go hand in hand whenever we decide to talk about that later also just read an article that ian Rappaport was once uh threatened to be killed by aaron hernandez live in front of a crowd
1: mm.
0: so that would be cool to talk about i didn't know that that just popped up we'll talk to ian Rappaport at about 120 ish eastern daylight time 205 guess who's joining us who's Who? that The Jet. Oh, Oh. gas
2: up the Jet. Jet Jet passing
0: is coming to town because baseball has started something uh, brand new. Their pitchers, the greatest one in the game right now, I guess, uh, DeGrom, is Mm -hmm. what everybody says. This guy, he's pitched 72 innings or something like that and has only given up four earned runs. Yeah, Mm -hmm. he's unbelievable. And he's batted in more than that. So he's unbelievable. I'd be a big DeGrom talker, I assume, if it wasn't for, you know, the guy leading the bigs in – In home runs that is also a pitcher that's on another team in Shohei. But anyways, he was the first one to be checked last night or yesterday and then a couple other people were checked. It was a full pat down situation. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. We're not talking a lazy ass fat guy at a soccer game video meme where he's wearing the yellow jacket. No, no, no. Yeah, bam. You're good. No, no. We're talking hat off. Go ahead and unfasten that belt a little bit. Mm-hmm. Let us go ahead and touch your neck, too. Let's see what you got back yeah. here. How's your hair? Huh? You got any a spider <laughs> tack in your goddamn hair? It's a full thing. It's a laughing stock, I think, by both the umpire and the pitcher and everybody that is watching the video. Because this is the greatest pitcher in the game right now, right? Yeah, maybe ever. I'm being told that and I'm watching a video from outside baseball, and at, right after hearing that all these people are cheating, right? At, right after hearing all these people. The first person I see on the internet, let's let's just act like I don't stay dialed in with what's going on in baseball on every single day. Mm-hmm. The first thing I see, this guy getting a full strip search before he even gets off the diamond. I mean, yeah. he is still on the diamond. <laughs> they could do the thing. They could come into the dugout right. and meet, like, follow him in there and do it in there. This thing is in front of the entire stadium. Mm-hmm. This thing is he is on a stage. Could you imagine if with DeGrom... They took off his hat, and they're like, well, what the fuck is this? Wow. (laughs) What do you got here? 72 innings. Hmm. Four earned runs. What do you got here? Oh, let me get that neck. And they're like a magician pulling a quarter out of his ear. Oh! Oh. Oh. (laughs) What What is this? You thought you could find it? Uh Uh-uh. Then go into the belt. They're going underneath the belt. Oh, yeah. Take your belt (laughs) off. Take your belt off. They're going, whoa, whoa, whoa. What if they just did that to DeGrom? The entire game would have been... I mean, he would have been run off the tracks because this is their best guy, and in a rule that has been around for a long time, and by the way, he did not, and they say he does not, and he doesn't have to. Everybody else is actually trying to catch up to him by using all this shit, but this shit has been used since the beginning of time. Now they're doing this whole stopping frisk-like situation to baseball pitchers. I mean, it is a hilarious scene over there, and once again, the things that happen outside of baseball, much better than the sport themselves. Mm-hmm. At Ty Schmidt, massive baseball fan, how do you feel about this and what are you going to ask jet about it
3: well we were
2: talking uh earlier before the show started i want to know like it is this every single game like we, we were saying you said hey now that he they checked him he was good i mean you saw like his stuff is incredible it just is he's very very fucking good like so is he good to go now does he have to do this again or is this going to be every single start is a random check yeah exactly so i mean can- Shit, you want you want to talk about you know I mean the games are too too long too slow as it is like shit like this if they're doing it multiple times a game a couple you know different innings like this isn't winning over anybody
0: So what did we say uh, we landed upon and we like to think of this as a nice brainstorming uh, show you mm-hmm. know you kind of hear the brain unload into you know the mic what did we we say this was it was an unwritten rule that was abused. Okay, which is when unwritten rules get exposed then that leads to restriction, which is normally an overreaction, right? and then it kind of writes itself, mm-hmm. right? For instance, it happened with the footballs, kicking footballs in the NFL. It was an unwritten rule. Balls get beat up. Then all of a sudden, one of those balls, abuse of those balls, it became too fat. It accidentally got in the hands of Brett Favre. Favre throws an interception. They change the entire rule. Brand new ball every single time you kick it. That then changes that whole thing. This is an overreaction to write the ship of, what, decades of wrongs, is what they're saying, right. for the under- written rule that everybody seemed to be on board with until they took it a step too far. They got too good. They abused it. Even the good pitchers started doing it because they saw everybody else doing it. Because they saw 500, 600 million dollar deals being signed by people. So you could see how maybe they would happen with steroids. People abused it. Mark McGuire couldn't even move his goddamn arms. (laughs) They had the best ratings of all time but Mm -hmm. then that is automatically going to be abused. Everybody started doing it. It became a big story. Then they had to overreact Corrected. This is how long does this last? We think it makes there's no way this makes it to the end of the season, right? This is like just a couple weeks, I assume, and then they're going to be like, okay, we all agree to go back down to just the sunscreen and rosin or something mm-hmm. like that. Let's get rid of the spider tack the shit that you actually can lift trucks with. Do you think that's what's going to happen, or is this going to be for another year? Do you think this is going to be a full-time thing?
2: I really don't know, because I mean, especially the way they're doing it, like you said, they're not going in the dugout or anything. So like, if they catch someone, they want it, I think, to be like a public, you know, like. Like, this guy's cheating but i think the the biggest issue too that a lot of these like star pitchers are saying is like the guys who are making these rules they never played baseball like they don't they, they don't throw as hard as we do like they have no idea what this stuff does I mean it's been passed down From generation to generation it's, It is a part of the game So I, I don't know Like the, the way they the MLB Has dealt with it It makes it seem like They are trying to Like this is going to be a thing But I don't know if it'll last Because these guys are fucking pissed
0: Alright so we'll talk to Jed About that in hour three And I did not expect To get into that Deep of conversation there But my brain was just going Because I saw DeGrom's face And then I immediately thought And just like we said About the brainstorming thing What if he fails there And that is the shot That was live by the oh, way yeah. That was that was seen by everybody as soon as it happened because it is the guy. Mm-hmm. He's chuckling. That is the. He laughs in the ump's face. Right, hey, gotta do that. <laughs> yeah. Gotta do it. You know, what if he just. What if that hat he wears, is sitting in the whole top of that thing, there's like a a, a, a false bottom, like he's goddamn Johnny Depp. There's <laughs> yeah. a false bottom on that hat, and underneath there, there's a full thing that oh oh oh. oh
1: what? What? what is yeah,
0: covered something in that? <laughs> yeah, I mean that could have happened. It didn't. Did not expect to talk about that. To be honest, we will talk to Jet Passing about that in hour three. Cannot wait for that. The big news, though, in not just the sports world, but I think. The entire world that came out of yesterday was Carl Nassib, uh, formerly of Hard Knocks fame. Okay, and we'll talk about that. We, listen, this Carl Nassib guy, we ain't never taking his fucking financial advice. No, definitely, definitely not. Okay? We seen it on HBO. He's living in a, in a world that would be very cool financially with what he was talking yeah. about. But I did like the fact that this guy seemed to be incredible in the room. He was well-liked by people. He was, uh, he was willing to get up there and speak. Did not know him, never played with him. But I had a lot of respect for somebody that can stand in front of a uh, football locker room, a uh, defensive line room, whatever it is and do his whole thing and just have that confidence. So I was always impressed with him as a... Him, not his financial knowledge. Sure. But on hard knock, seeing somebody speak. Anytime you see somebody speak and it's well-received in a team, that guy has a lot of respect amongst his peers. Like, it is not easy to speak in, in a football locker room or anything like that. So although he was very wrong when I saw that, that's all my first judgment was. Now, after yesterday, I get a chance to really see a guy who is going to be an inspiration, I think, for legitimately millions of people. And I think... It's very difficult for some people uh, to really wrap their minds around why it's such a big deal, right? Because I think some people either have a lot of hate in their heart and they don't want to hear it. They get the fuck out of here. I got my. Own. I don't want to do that. Like, listen, I don't care. Do your thing. Uh, I don't. I don't give a fuck. But then there's some people I think who live in a world in their head where they think that everything is already at the point where it should be, where everything is already cool, where uh, the immediate reaction was, why should, why should I care about what he does behind closed doors? Like, yeah, do it, man. I'm happy for you. It's like cool that you feel that way mm-hmm. okay but i don't think they the people carl in the community that is not very well represented in sports i don't think yet hopefully it will be at some point i don't think they feel as if we're at a point where it's just like oh yeah this is cool. everybody's like that now i do like the fact that i'm not certain i am around a lot of people on a regular basis who don't have friends that are gay and are very you know i don't want to say knowledgeable about the gay community. I think we're all learning as we go, and I think it is slowly coming, but I think this is a massive ordeal, especially in sports. I've had four to five teammates uh, that I play with who came out after they ended up playing. I don't think there's a lot of guys who would ever be comfortable in a locker room saying who they were if this was the case, although, and I said this when Michael Sam got drafted, I was asked by the Colts to speak on this, by the way. Mm -hmm. Never asked to talk to the press Any other time Uh, that happened, it was obviously a big to-do because there was maybe one or two guys out of the over 1,000 guys in the NFL who came out and said something, and I think they... They said it from a place of ignorance obviously probably had never experienced or had a friend that was representing the gay community who had been in their lives who had told them about potential things that have happened to them said to them and everything like that but those two to three things that got said in a negative light about Michael Sam potentially coming into the locker room or a gay player that isn't Michael Sam coming into the locker room hogged the publicity hogged the headlines negativity always does that and I got a chance to be in a locker room whenever that whole thing was happening and I felt like, and this might be just my pure optimism and mostly positive. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm I did not sense that there was ever going to be at that time with Michael Sam in the locker room that I was in. I can't talk for every other locker room, although I have learned that a lot of the cultures are about the same in every locker room. Might some might be winning buildings, but normally the locker room pretty similar. I, as long as you came to work, as long as you. Uh, produced on the field as long as you bought in in meetings and as long as you helped us ultimately for achieve whatever our goal was whether some people's goals were to win some people's goals were to get rich if you came in and helped that whole thing the sense that I got from damn near everybody coaches included was like hey Do what you got to do. Can't wait to have you or whatever. Michael Sam, obviously, SEC Defensive Player of the Year. For whatever reason, maybe his toolbox just didn't equate into the NFL where it's the adult league. And by the way, that is even more so something about the NFL. You've got a lot of players of the year, not just Michael Sam in college who are all-stars. They get the NFL, can't make it because the NFL is a different animal for whatever reason. And hopefully it wasn't because he was gay is why he didn't make it. What I'm trying to say is when I was in there, it didn't feel like that was going to be the case. It truly felt like everybody was like, as long as he's a great player, as long as he works hard, and likes everybody and buys in. We'd love for him to be a teammate. That's what I said then. That's what I'll say now. I assume that's what everybody in the Raiders locker room is saying. Those that were in the Browns locker room with Carl, they probably say, hey, this motherfucker done no finances. Yeah. Okay. But he's that's a right. good guy. He's a confident guy. And we're happy for him. And that was kind of showcased, I think, around the internet and around the league last night. So big congrats to Carl. Yeah, baby Carl. Woo. He said he'd been sitting on that for a while. Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't know. He said he also donated to the Trevor Project, which by the way, I think we're all kind of learning about as we go here. I feel like I should have known about that a lot more. I knew that there was higher suicide rates because of self-doubt, confidence, identity, everything like that, bullying. Uh, but the stat that he gave about how you know if somebody is a role model, basically, or talks to somebody that is older, it'll save like forty percent chance, it was like eighty-four. Yeah. Wow. I think. Yeah, it it's, was like
2: super high. It's
0: crazy. It is abso- a forty percent better chance that they won't do it. I just think uh, we're at the time now where we're learning a lot more about everything. Okay, I can open my phone, I can Google, Something that happened in a, a, at a place I was and just learn about it immediately. There, there's no more like yeah, hey, you have to hear stories about somebody. I feel like the LGBTQ community is one that we can continue to learn about, continue to grow, and ultimately, hopefully, just live as a society completely together. Which is what a lot of people say. Well, who cares what they do behind closed door? Let's hope that it, we get to a point where everybody views it that way because that's legit. I know a lot of straight people that do fucking weird shit behind closed doors. Okay. <laughs> Mm -hmm. I I, I find myself in those conversations With them I'm like why are you telling me that Like is there a lot of people That do what you're doing right now Uh, So you You like peeing on people Okay. Good luck in there, dude. All right. Good luck in there. So I understand that there are some hypocrites out there, too, who potentially say uh, that they are against the the gay crowd and they do shit in their lives that are uh, considered unholy or whatever the hell it is uh, considered. But I'm fucking pumped for Carl. Uh, I hope he's. I hope he's at, he obviously is at a point where he has a lot of peace and hopefully he'll continue to play great football and hopefully he'll lead the way for a lot more other people who are potentially not as comfortable as he is at this moment uh, to kind of be comfortable with themselves and move along.
2: Well, and to your point too, about like why it is important for all those people saying like, well, why are we hearing about this? Who cares? Like you, you throw that stat out there. It's like, okay, this actually is making like a legit meaningful impact. And you can tell like in the video and everything, like. It's not like a publicity stunt. It's not like he's trying to it get his feel name like out he there. No, to. no, he no was, it was, was like it was like, like a weight obligated. off his shoulder like, hey, yeah. I'm, you know, comfortable and like this is a legit issue and if I can put a face on it, why not do it? So
0: I had uh we had in college a couple teammates whenever I was young, they were older and then when I was older, a couple guys that were younger, you know. And there was I feel like there was a couple guys that we potentially you know, or, like, thought, you know, like, there's a chance or whatever. By the way, friends with the guy. But we never wanted to be the person to, like... Like, I, I feel like I'm a good communicator. I feel like I am. I feel like I'm yeah. a pretty good communicator. That That is something I think I... I can showcase on a daily basis, and I have been, and Mm -hmm. to be honest, too much so. Uh, I never knew how that conversation was supposed to go when I'm hanging out with somebody and you just kind of – because that is such a personal thing. And uh, I think for those teammates of mine that I saw eventually, and I think I I seen it on uh, Facebook, a video came out Mm -hmm. or whatever, I was like so incredibly happy for them. Like, man, that this has to be such a better life now as opposed to just fake – Whatever you had to do in almost every situation that you thought you couldn't be yourself couldn't even imagine pump for you now getting to you know be yourself without everybody ever thinking, saying or doing anything. you're just like, yep there let's go. this is how we roll, let's keep it moving." I'm pumped for Carl, man. I'm fucking pumped yeah, for Carl.
4: Yeah, you just hope he gets treated the same, you know? Because uh, w- when you look at the Bucks, you know, hard knocks, he was a guy in that locker room who was, like, shooting the shit, joking with everybody. Yeah. So none of that kind of changes just because the perception might have changed. No, by
0: the way, I think that's awesome that he is that guy. He had a C on his chest, too. Yeah. Like, that's why I think it is so – that's what – for – and like I said, there was a couple people that said something whenever the Michael Sam thing was happening around the NFL, guys that I don't know, but like they were obviously making headlines and every media was coming into every locker room, by the way, to ask just to just to see that whole thing. Now that guys who maybe, right, had never experienced an openly gay person yeah. in their personal circle, in their life, maybe they never had a friend, they never uh, smoked, drank, hung out with anything with somebody from that community, anybody that was teammates with Carl in the past, he was like hey, Carl okay so now they they like Carl they put a face with a cause and anytime you do that that is a personal connection normally that's when real change can happen and even more so it's like happy for Carl pumped for him because I think he's gonna do a lot of help I think well
4: and like you just said like when the with with this stuff I feel like the media kind of jumps on it and it can become a distraction right and that's why guys <laughs> might kind of feel a little not wanting to kind of bring it
0: up or have that conversation that's uncomfortable where and, you any, can- and anytime you get a labeled yeah a distraction it's a I feel like there's a lot of reasons why you would be scared to say you're mm-hmm. gay in the NFL but with that being said as a teammate and for coaches that I have now maybe front office or maybe there are some coaches that I have not met or whatever but everybody that I encountered and this is just me and this once again this might be just because of how I am I talk to literally everybody and everything as long as you could play football and we're like, it's almost like, I don't want to say like something that would be welcomed because I think it would be like cool because there's a lot of time where it's just groundhog's day by. Yeah. Right. So these are like cool conversations that potentially open up and uh, you know maybe you know learn about something you could learn about but if i you could see how i guess in your eyes you could see how somebody who was potentially still you know in the closet or whatever i'm not doing I, i'm i'm barely making the team right now. Yeah. Uh, uh there's only 53 roster spots 40 whatever dress. I am 43 44 I you could see how anybody would potentially think that even more so why it's great that Carl did yeah mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. what I mean that's cool. a big deal. congrats to Carl had a boy Carl that's a big deal yeah I just came out of nowhere too he just recorded a selfie video all right see you guys later. <laughs> yeah god damn all right Carl here we go. I wonder what he I wonder I, I assume he the Trevor Project or something, maybe he, he learned about something that was potentially happening, or maybe he had some people in his life that knew, uh, that had an experience, and were like, hey, if you you could, really, hey, you could really save some lives. Like, I wonder how that whole thing happened to get him to the point to do it, because that's a big
4: decision. With Pride Month, too. I feel like the Pride Month has been like at the forefront of a lot of stuff like this entire
0: month. So there was a commercial on uh, Monday Night Raw last night, and it was Sonya. Yeah. Okay, and Sonia told her story basically about how whenever she did, uh, I think she did Tough Enough or something like mm-hmm. that. And as she was there, she was asked uh, about her family or whatever because a big part of being a wrestler is you're on the road a lot, you're traveling, the whole thing. And she was asked if she had uh, was in a relationship or single or whatever, and she said that that was the first time she ever like she came out on national
2: television talked about it yeah on
0: that show and it was like uh it was a pretty cool thing you know it's i wonder there's no blueprint i assume for that right no No. i I doubt it you hear all these there's probably a bunch of different stories because you hear the stories of like oh my parents told me to leave and never come back like there's that that happens i guess that does happen for members of the gay community i've heard that story before then there's some people they say that cut them out of their lives and in family members or whatever and then there's obviously situations where everybody's like fucking awesome let's go that is so cool or whatever congratulations it's just what a that's a that's a part of our society that is still kind of misunderstood or underrepresented and everything like that as are a lot by the way but it's kind of cool to learn about, especially week. Well,
2: and I feel like it's probably, it's, it's probably pretty difficult too when you are like a public figure like that, you know, you, a lot of times you hear like when people are coming out, it's like a a group of like 12 people that end up finding out, you know, it's like, his was just like, you know, it's just out there. It's like, he's a very public person. So it's like, you know, obviously I'm sure the struggle with that is, is pretty difficult too. So the fast,
0: this is going to be a much different comparison, but same thing. Uh, I wonder if he maybe didn't want, like, hey, I'm not supposed to be, like, uh, like the spokesperson for that. Right. Like, and, like, maybe he had lines. that. I'm not supposed to be. There's other people that should be doing that. And this is a very terrible comparison, but it does kind of equate, I guess, if you stick with me here. I never wanted to be the spokesperson for having the worst night of your life on television get death threats and bounce back on the other side into kicking and punting position, right? Mm -hmm. But then whenever a guy has a terrible game in college and misses a couple kicks, I'll get 50 tweets. And I would normally reach out to old buddy yeah. and be like, Hey, there is life on the other side. You're like, Hey, right now it feels like the world hates you. Everybody hates you. You're going to be all right on the other side of this thing because of what happened in the 13, nine pick game. I am happy. Carl got to the point where he didn't, maybe he didn't want to be like, Hey, I'm not supposed to be this, but I am not. This is a lot of pressure. Mm-hmm. And now he's at the point where he wants to do it. Whatever the case, happy. He chose. Yeah. Game. Good for him. Um, pivoting around the NFL. Hey, mm. Tom Brady Whoa. is a motherfucking savage. <laughs> yeah. Listen, Tom Brady, whenever people say, oh, this player has a little Tom Brady in him, I immediately said, What what does that mean? Is that right? Will you please, will you please tell me what that means? Oh, he's got a little Tom Brady in him. Okay. All right. So does that mean he has a bad body? It's combine? Takes picture, it's a bad body. Mm-hmm. Is that what it, is yeah, that what it means? Does it mean he can throw the ball well? Does it mean he's not gonna run much? Does it mean he's gonna avoid sacks on a regular basis? Does it mean he's gonna win six Super Bowls? Is that what, what do you mean by that? Oh, he's just got a little Tom Brady in him. It's like, all right, fucking wild statement. Cause I think the thing <laughs> that is Tom Brady inside Tom Brady. I think the Tom Brady inside Tom Brady, the Tom Brady in Tom Brady, if you will, is that he's the most competitive human on earth, mm-hmm. bar none. Michael Jordan, you just saw the entire last dance thing. He's sitting at dinner before the Utah Jazz thing. Coach walks by. Michael Jordan makes up a statement that that coach says to him, and he says, that's all I needed. I'm a fucking go kill. It's like, <laughs> okay, all right. That, that's inside. If that's what Mac Jones has inside Ooh. of him— because that's what Tom Brady has inside of him. That's what Kobe obviously had. There's only a couple people <laughs> that really reached the level of competitive juices where everything can be sacrificed for it. Nothing will be left behind to not achieve it. Like, that is why Tom Brady is Tom Brady, I think. So whenever you hear people say, oh, he's got Tom Brady him, it's like... I mean, we're going to find out, I guess, in like 25 <laughs> years from now, yeah. if he is still the most competitive human. Because not only is he burying putts, mm. okay, like 25, 30-foot putts that a are hard-breaking right to left. Now, there were three <laughs> makes in that. Two out of
2: three. No, no, no yeah. I thought it was three, three out of three. Watch, watch three. the footage. It all is right, Run the footage, run the footage, wow. okay? Here's
0: Tom Brady looking incredibly handsome, by the way, mm-hmm. wearing his Christopher Cluse collection mm-hmm. glasses. And then all of a sudden he says, hey, DeChambeau, this one's for you. First putt, right to left break. Okay, Count it in the yeah. hole. Okay, it's like a 30-foot putt. I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm no golf expert. That motherfucker rolled a long mm-hmm. time, and it moved a long way. His second putt. Hey, this one's for you, Aaron. Now, that game. potentially looks <laughs> that potentially looks like the football to the moon, but we're still yes. not sure whether or not he hit that fucking moon. Good point. Okay, we're not 100% sure. This third one, though.
2: Yeah, center cut. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Okay, you remember that first little golf experience? Tom Brady had the shot of the day, but played overall horrible. Mm-hmm. He he was worrying on a new team, had a new offense, everything like that. He said, That ain't happening again. That ain't happening again, by the way. He's probably at this country club at what, the other four hours he's awake uh, that he isn't studying film on what, how they're going to yeah. go perfect this season. He's going to play great golf. Now, the second one, maybe, maybe didn't go in. Maybe. Okay, in real life, he still put in two. Oh, At yeah. least one 30-foot putt like that, he's going to play well, okay? So that is not what I'm talking about here, though. What I'm talking about right now is the fact that he is able, after six Super Bowls, after getting kicked out of New England, well, okay, I don't know about that, Basically but, kicked out yeah, of yeah. New England, okay, your shit and he go. felt as if he was being forced out. The culture made him, after winning a lot, want to go experience it somewhere else and see how, you know, Peyton got to do it at mm-hmm. the end and everybody else uh, potentially that is a high end quarterback Montana. other than Aaron Rodgers mm-hmm. go up to the top yeah. have a little bit more say in some things and and kind of do it. But not only did he have that, okay, like chip, but if I would have heard what he said in the barbershop thing with LeBron before the season, and I predicted Buccaneers-Chiefs, okay? But I would have have maybe put a substantial amount on the Buccaneers' future Super Bowl to win. I had no idea that there was a team that was interested in Tom Brady until the very end and then said, nah, and made Tom Brady... Now, who knows how it actually went down? Jordan, Utah coach, who knows how this Mm -hmm. actually went down? Tom Brady got so much, like emotional rush out of this team dropping out that he turned it into another chip on top of getting kicked out of new england on top of he's got to be better than bill belichick on top of whose legacy is it for the greatness is it tom or is it bills on top of all that now there's some other nfl team that we do not know people are saying it's maybe the rams which I don't know. Maybe. People are saying maybe it's the uh, Bears. Ooh, I guess the Bears are being mentioned in this entire thing. And is that Nick Foles hmm. then yet again? Because oh. Nick Foles in the Eagles, by the way, catches touchdown in-game against Patriots where Tom dropped it. Tom uh, allegedly won't go shake Nick Foles' hand. COVID protocols, by the way. Right. So we're not 100% sure, although he did shake other hands. Maybe he was told he could shake other hands. Him and Nick Foles don't. Is it because Nick Foles goes up there and the Bears were in conversation and they say, uh, no, we're going to stick with uh, Foles and Mitchell Trubisky. Is that who he's saying, you're going to stick with that motherfucker? Which is what he said on the barbershop, which is coming up. I cannot wait yeah. to watch it, by the way. That episode's going to be unbelievable. I, watched, I I really enjoy that series, by the way. But that's going to be, was it the Colts? Mm. And did he hear that we were talking to Philip Rivers? And then that's why at the end, whenever the Colts dropped out, he's, you're going to stick with that mother." Who was it? because i would like to know and the internet is guessing and everybody has an answer i have no idea who it is Is it the niners yeah
4: That's what you think? Well, I mean, that was his number one choice, right? And uh, keep in mind, this is after, you know, Jimmy G overthrew in the Super Bowl. So Brady, in his mind, probably like, hey, you're going to stick with the guy who kind of lost you the game, essentially. Or you're going to, you know, go with me, who's been to nine and has won six, now
0: seven. Hey, by the way, if it is the Niners, which makes a lot of sense, (laughs) it makes more sense than Colts because he would have to know that we're trying to get the Phillip Rivers, and then he would have to react to Phillip Rivers. Mm -hmm. And for the Bears, I mean, they they had a quarterback competition, so who knows who it would be unless – Yeah, who knows who it would be. I don't think it's the Bears because that was two quarterbacks then instead of. So he would say those motherfuckers as opposed to that motherfucker. And if you go back to the Rams, I guess maybe could be the Rams. I don't know how the Rams got into this conversation because I thought the Chargers.
2: That's the one I read was that it was the Chargers, too, and it wouldn't be them because that was right before they drafted Herbert. So So it
0: has to be the Niners is what. Seems like the obvious thing, which, by the way, our first guest, I think, yesterday was, oh, that is that Jimmy G? Mm -hmm. And then the internet went a hundred different ways yesterday. And I heard compelling arguments for all of them. Niners still make the most sense, though. Yeah. Jimmy G though hearing tom say that motherfucker, when i think they have the same agent yeah mm-hmm. i think you know uh like a lot of people say jimmy g was good because he was under tom brady's tutelage mm-hmm. for a while does tom hate jimmy g and is that really the reason Why everything blew up up there, because Tom wanted them gone. Bill wanted them kept. I mean, these are all the things that you can kind of go on on June 22nd when there's nothing else to talk about, Mm -hmm. and you see a six-second clip from Tom Brady looking (laughs) incredibly handsome saying, you're going to go with that motherfucker? Because, by the way, what is that conversation? Is that about golf?
2: Yeah, do we know? Could be.
0: You know what I mean? So
4: mm-hmm.
2: we have no
0: idea, but Niners seems to make the most
4: sense. Yeah, I mean, with the Chargers, it could be Tyrod Taylor, right? Like that—that that could be what he was referring to. But even then, it's like they were drafting a quarterback no matter what. He, Tom Brady with the Colts last year.
2: There was a report that came out too that said he didn't want to go to. Yeah, he didn't want to go to the West Coast unless it was the Niners. So that would kind of lend more credence to it being Jimmy G. That Dan
0: Patrick though. Okay. Dan Patrick said, did you know, and by the way, Dan Patrick been around a long time. Mm-hmm. He'd been in the game a long time, shake a lot of hands, knows a lot of people. Absolutely. Dan Patrick said, did you know that the Bears were in the final list of teams for Tom Brady? Question mark, Patrick asked, who I assume Danettes. Yeah, I think so. Great group of people, by the way. We appreciate their hospitality over there to me and us all the time. They're very nice. The final list that Brady was looking at, the Chargers, the Bears, and the Buccaneers. I was told this yesterday. I said, wait a minute, the Bears, the source told me. Yes, He adds that the Chargers were the long shot because Brady didn't want to be on the West Coast unless it was the San Francisco 49ers. Uh, That means the Bears were the runners-up. So the Bears then, via the Dan Patrick source, were the ones that dropped off at the end. And then what Tom Brady said, you're going to go with that motherfucker to Mitchell Trubisky or Nick Foles? who they just picked up an 80 million dollar contract? I don't know. That, I I don't know. And hopefully we get the answer in in the episode of the shop or whatever mm-hmm. but that that is quite a thing to ponder when you got nothing to talk about.
2: Do you think it could still potentially be that they he had mutual interest with the 49ers and they kind of like kicked the tires on it a little bit and then they were like, ah, "Actually, we're going to stick with Jimmy G."
0: So then the Bears got involved. Right. And then the Bears were like, Ah, we're
2: going to stick with Trubisky and Foles.
0: And then Bruce Arians is like, are you really going to come here? (laughs) (laughs) We will give you whatever, dude. Hey, whatever you want. And Jason Light's like, fucking, hey, Mike Greenberg, we got the salary cap guy. Listen, he's a fucking whiz. This dude will be able to just cut up every time. We'll be able to keep everybody here forever, too, don't you? Hey, you want Gronk? Come on. Come on. Mike Evans, come on. Fournette? Chris Godwin, come on. Ronald Jones, come, yeah, on. Let's do it. come on. Come on. Yeah. On oh, Defense side of the ball. Everybody. Yeah, oh, yeah, everybody day, yeah, we got, Tom. We got Chico with this nerd we got here. <laughs> hey, this this nerd, our particular nerd? Unbelievable. Big yeah. brain. He read the entire NFL uh, uh, guideline policy, mm-hmm. and he even got the asterisks like on 100 B, A, whatever, the uh, word of Roger Goodell <laughs> thesis verse four, whatever, mm-hmm. in there. And we, we cracked the code. We're going to be able to do it. In uh, Chicago, it's cold as shit. Come, on, Come down to Tampa. Wait till you see this. We got this place. It is unbelievable. Mm-hmm. G- G- it's called Jetersburg. You know right there. There. Yeah. sixty thousand square feet on the water, overlooking the bay. Come on, build uh, your town. We'll build a town down here. Yeah. I mean, I guess it wasn't that much of a sell, huh? In, in the Tom Brady they got was fucking just furious at everybody. New England, Chicago. I assume he's pissed off. San Francisco is Francisco, Francisco pissed off at the Chargers. Like, yeah uh, I don't want to go back to well. Why are you on the West Coast? You know, he's he's probably upset at them for even mo- or having a team there. Yeah. They would stayed in San Diego, maybe. Whatever. I'll be, I'll be there. He was pissed at everybody. Mm-hmm. That was a lock. You last year. Known, that, that was difference. a lock last year. Go ahead. What was the, what?
4: like? That's the difference, right? In these guys, like what you said to lead off this whole thing, the competitiveness that he has just. Mac Jones might have that comes in him. and goes. He might. Yeah, but I mean, that's an absurd
0: Mac- statement. Mac Jones might have it in him to win six Super Bowls, be considered the greatest of all time, hit free agency one time, and feel disrespected by a team that he has never met or played for Mm -hmm. before all the way across the country, and that motivates him so much to go win a fucking Super Bowl because of him. If Mac Jones has that in him, Fucking Matt Patricia made the right decision when he gave the final okay for Bill Belichick to draft him.
4: Yeah, and if he doesn't, fucking Jimmy G is probably a Patriot next year. So <laughs> whatever.
0: I don't know. What a wild time. You want Jimmy G? Well, I mean, because if it's San Francisco, he's saying that motherfucker. Yeah. I mean, until until Mac
4: Jones is either proven terrible or proven amazing. What about Cam, dude? Cam got Cam. COVID. Cam's on a one year deal though. No matter what, hey. You always got to be thinking long term. If, if... Oh yeah, chess
0: not checkers. Exactly.
4: Cam Newton's on a one year deal. No matter what, he's not a long term option. It's only Mac Jones. If it's not Mac Jones, bring back James.
0: Watch Cam Newton
4: go win MVP yeah. this year, sure, That's a hey. Super Bowl
0: title, and that somehow Bill, Bill Belichick will talk him into p- uh, playing after an MVP in a Super Bowl. Another million dollars. How about two million bucks? <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. Taxes. Think about taxes. How low that is. Much lower than what it could be. Think about Tom Aaron. All these guys making all that money. Think about the taxes. Yeah, You'll be paying such less tax than them. And Cam will go, Well, in Florida, there is no state tax. That takes away like 15, 16%. You don't don't talk nah, about that Nah, you don't know. <laughs> All right, we're back in four minutes. Some phone calls. There's some more stuff to talk about. Lamar Jackson, Ooh. Uh, his contract potentially. Mm-hmm. I mean, can't wait to chat about that. Hockey's happening. Oh, yeah. We go. Hey, the bolts go, bolts go, bolts. bolts down there on top of AQ Gronkineer Land. The bolts seem to be a wagon right now. Yeah. And then uh, there was an Uzi and a shooting. All right. People go through many changes as we get older, isn't that right? Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. oh, yeah. For men, one of the less fortunate changes is that testosterone production begins to naturally decrease in the body. Did you know this, AJ? I am aware. For most men, it begins around the age of 30. And testosterone production declines by roughly 1% per year. Oh, my God. So if you live to 130, you ain't got shit left. No, No.
2: 30.
0: Well, if it starts around 30. This is one of those questions on a test where, you know, begins around 30. And the testosterone production declines by roughly 1% per year. So does it start at zero or does it start at 30? That's the thing. This is where they can get you. (laughs) It's one of them
2: damn word problems. This is one of those problems
0: yeah. where you're like, well, wait a minute, uh, which, can I ask a follow-up? Anyways, I was good at those tests because I always viewed it as me versus the fucking teacher. That's right. Okay. <laughs> Their supplement contains vitamin D3, what? Zinc, what? Magnesium, what? Maca, what? and Ashwagandha in a unique blend designed by healthcare professionals that you can't get anywhere else. To learn more about these incredible ingredients, visit GetRoman.com slash USA. Roman is offering $15 off your first order and will deliver your supplements right to your door with free two-day shipping. When you go to GetRoman.com forward slash USA, get $15 off your first order plus free two-day shipping. That's GetRoman, G-E-T-R-O-M-A-N dot com forward slash USA. That's good news. Let's try that stuff. Okay. I've been looking for that type of stuff. That's good Mm news. That's what I want. Now we know. Hey, Roman. Thank you, Roman. Thank Thank you, Roman. Thank you, Roman. It's great to have you all back listening and watching wherever the hell you may be. Gumpy's here. Diggs is here. The Hammer Down Boys joined us 20 minutes ago. I appreciate you guys getting your work done. Kind of find winners. Uh, Gumpy wearing a Death Row Records shirt. Okay. <laughs> Shug Knight. How you doing? Keep it moving. Uh, how's the betting going? Euros still happening?
3: Yeah. Two and one Euros yesterday. Three and one baseball. Five and two day yesterday. Okay. Yeah. You're back. Yeah. He's back, hey, he's all the way back. Yeah. Woo.
0: Gumpy, you do take it hard, man.
3: You do. (laughs) That England one took my soul, man. Because that felt like the 0-0 draw. It was everybody against soccer. It was the worst (laughs) thing that could have happened. It was. It was. I I want to let
0: you know, I I appreciate the fact that you have passion for that. You know, because you were fighting two battles there. Yeah. Not only was it for England. Well, three, I guess. Yeah. You're fighting for England. The song, it's coming Coming home. home. Coming Coming home home. Football Coming home home. You're fighting for that song Because you were forcing us to listen to that thing pretty loud Mm -hmm. I mean on a regular basis you're fighting for that And you're fighting for the sport itself That was three potential Things that you love No not potential three things you love that you were fighting for Against almost all fronts And it lost all three of them But like I I don't think I don't think you should take it dad I don't don't think you should take it (laughs) I don't think you should take it that hard, though. I, I don't I like you beating yourself up like this. You have so many wins, dude. When you get your L's, like, hey, they're going to happen, especially mm-hmm. in the world you're in. Yeah. Just need you to just get by, you know, and get back on that it's coming home horse. Yeah. And get back on that England train for another sport, yeah. not Woo. soccer in the Euros. Now, you guys still going to win?
3: Hey, we go again today. We're through to the round of 16 because of what happened yesterday. You just got to get to the dance.
0: Okay, so you guys are playing today?
3: Yeah, it doesn't matter, though.
0: Betting against England today. No, I, no.
3: I, 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 not a no, soccer no, 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 no.
0: Who is it? What? Who are they playing?
4: I don't
3: know. I would say, wow, you're bad Czech Republic.
0: Me. The Czech? Oh, yeah. The Czechs are
3: Woo. feisty this year. Yeah, hey, they, they are... still
0: got Peter up there?
3: Peter Czech? Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> He's,
1: He's got the he, sweet he, helmet. He put
3: his helmet away. He's oh. done. He's though. very upset about the COVID issues, though. Who? Peter, Peter. Czech. He what? came out this morning. He's not happy. Well, who has COVID issues? So the guy on Scotland got it. None of Scotland's players have to sit out, but two players on England have to sit out and have to isolate with negative tests.
0: Hold on. So because they were on the same position, like it was one, yeah. a striker and a middle
3: back, Because side. they played on the same field. Just none two, of his teammates. None of his teammates, just two guys from England with negative tests. See, deaths. and
0: that's why the game should be a lot shorter, okay? Listen, Ooh. games are so goddamn long that doctors said, how long were you with your teammates? Not as long as the fucking game, right? No, <laughs> no no way. You guys traveled here from the hotel together, got in the locker room, then what? game started. So you can't be around the other team, actually, because you guys aren't around each other nowhere near as much as you are on the Because they're just standing next to each other the entire time. Wherever you go, I go. We're in the pocket. in that kind of whole thing. Yeah. So two guys are out from England, one from Scotland?
3: So the one guy that's out for England is Mason Mount, who played the full game in the middle of the midfield against Gilmore on Scotland. But Ben Chilwell, who has to sit out has not played for England yet in the tournament. It makes no sense. <laughs> Unless he's in the same room as Mason. Oh, now. he
0: barracks with.
3: Yeah. He barracks uh, with. Yeah. yeah. Share the
0: bunk. Hey, he's staying in the bunk. They probably got a bunk bed, I assume. <laughs> yeah. Uh, if you're on the top two, COVID rises. Like he. Oh, uh, So he's probably sleeping on top bunk. He's yeah. sleeping mm, on the bottom there. There it is. There's no problem because COVID doesn't fall.
3: But full capacity for the semi and the final at Wembley. Oh, yeah, 60,000.
1: Yeah. Let's no. go. Let's I go. saw Pink
0: perform there on a documentary at Wembley. Two Ooh, nights. How's she, she, she Fucking crushed it, dude. Great she, voice. That documentary is awesome. Also, Carrie Hart, the. Uh, Motocross legend mm-hmm, Of course yeah. He's dad of the year Every year it seems like He's fucking awesome They still we'll together? Back. Huh?
2: They still together? Yeah
0: in My Ex Gonna Start a Fight My Ex Gonna Start a Fight I think that was about him oh, yeah. In the song But they have gotten back together Oh that's Yeah so they've gone through it In the spotlight It's pretty good cool ending. Joining us now Is another famous couple A uh, member of a famous couple Oh yeah uh, You remember the split jersey in half Yep yeah. Whatever this guy Played against uh, his wife's brother uh, <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen AJ Hawk Cheers,
5: dude. Yeah, I remember that. Hey, why are you uh, judging people that like to piss on others earlier in the
0: show? I didn't judge. I'm just saying, like, what what happens yeah, behind did. closed doors is like not crazy, the conversation. I, no, I'm just saying, what happens yeah. behind closed doors is not the conversation. You know that that's everybody's like, why do I got to hear about what happens behind closed doors with like Carlos? Like, it's not what happens behind closed doors. It's who they live as a human. So it's like it's not it's a much different conversation. Like what happens behind closed doors in some houses, apparently, I just learned something about that celebrity couple. Yeah, there are people that potentially piss on each other. Do whatever you got do hey you golden shower however you need to shower pal all right if that's what you want to do i find it very fascinating i laughed rather hard whenever i had a conversation with person who introduced that thing into my life i laughed but if that's what you're doing it's all right with me pal it's just separating the two aj it's separating the two church right? and state, like an adult here you know what i mean it's like an adult here
5: I, mean, I don't understand the the church and state reference but no i'm not saying that's what i do but i'm saying <laughs> if you've thought of it somebody's done it you know there's all kind of crazy stuff out there so i who am i to judge oh i know you're welcome you've actually introduced it's like food numerous things yeah Yeah. yeah. you judge you for your
0: palate you are the person that has introduced these things into my life No judgment with With
5: no judgment though
0: me neither by the way but i'm sitting there i'm just sitting there and all of a sudden basically if i've only been around this guy what one time two Uh times yeah Every time I'm around him, basically, whenever we're running, he just takes his phone and shoves yeah, it in my face. You He's like look, Chuck He's like, oh, look at this guy. Look at this guy. Oh, this is cool. This happens. That's what you do to me. So I, I don't need to hear it from you, pal, but you're right. No judgment is ever from you or from us. You do a lot of, you need to know this is out there. I think that's your whole big thing. You need to know this is out there. Is that it?
5: Yeah, a little bit. I mean, you grew up somewhat sheltered kicking a soccer ball off the wall so you just little things that a lot of people know I just like to make you aware of them
0: ah, I don't think that is accurate either <laughs> I, I feel like uh, you know let's move along here um Tom Brady's statement we talked about it a little bit yesterday oh let's talk hey Carl I talked about this earlier, and I'm not 100% sure I wasn't in your locker room. I was asked to speak for the Colts locker room when the Michael Sam draft happened uh, about what it would be. The response that I got overwhelmingly from teammates and coaches was, comes in, works, part of the team. We can't wait to have him. Blo- That's basically the thought. It doesn't matter anything else. Uh, but there was obviously a couple guys around the NFL who said some negative things. That blew up. Those headlines blew up, I think. And now, with Carl being voted a captain before and a great player, this is obviously a huge ordeal. I was not in the Packers locker room, never have been in any of the locker rooms you have been in, although I sometimes, uh, no, I wish we would have been teammates together for sure on a team. What, what were your thoughts on this? And I assume whenever Michael Sam was drafted, uh, there was conversations in your locker room as well.
5: Absolutely, because you're getting asked about it a lot by the media. So you, you want to know, I guess, what what to expect. But it, like everything in football, if you can play, people don't care. If you're a good teammate and you can play and you can help the team win, trust me, players do not care anything about really what goes on outside of that facility. As long as you show up and you do your work and you're a professional. So, I don't think it's going to be a big deal at all.
0: I, I know that sometimes we talk about the drama, okay? We have to talk about the drama of sport because it happens, and normally the drama happens with the super high, high, high-level humans. That is not the life of everybody else necessarily on the roster that we don't get to talk about or hear about, whether it's contract holdouts or not doing anything else, not wanting to be at this. Everybody else just – everybody just wants to win, no matter what your motives are, whether it's for more money. Guess what? If you win – guess what's coming? More money. If you play good football, guess what's coming? More money. If you want to win in legacy and everything like that, guess what? You just want to win. That's all you want to do. So I think that is where the potential... And I think this happened during the Michael Sam draft as well, is there was maybe a couple guys that were asked questions and they maybe had never had a friend or somebody in their life uh, that was gay and they had no idea. And they said something and then all of a sudden, boom, it's like the NFL locker room is closed minded and there's some people that wouldn't want to It's like, I disagree. I actually think the football locker room is like, that's what it's for. Like it's for. Everybody, You know, like it really is. Think of is. the
5: diversity. Like, think of, the, you've talked about it a million times. Like, you go in a locker room, it's unbelievable. You sit down and listen to every guy's story on where they've come from, what they've been through, and it's such a wide range. And they're all together trying to fight for one common thing. That's the goal of a coach or a leader. So, I, I think, like, there's nothing too crazy, really for an NFL locker
0: room that anyone's going to be shocked at or going to be like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe this. And then there's people that are talking like, um, well, what about in the showers? It's like, what are you even talking about? Like, showers is a a business operation. It just so happens to be every single day. If your facility... I mean, could build, hey, technically, yeah. I mean, there could, if if your facility could build private showers for every single player, yeah. that'd be nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I assume guys, will, but that's just commonplace. The shower, and as weird as this might sound uh, to people that have never been in, that is just a common, like, that is just a happening. Like, hey, that is just, uh, so, like, that doesn't change anything from outside the shower inside that's the that is not a i don't think that is a no one gives it any thought it's
5: not even a thing
0: yeah i don't think anybody would be like hey i'm not going in when uh old buddy's going in it's like you don't want are you gonna check are you gonna check him out what's gonna what's gonna what's gonna, what's going like i don't i don't think that's how the shower is by the way it's a place it's a place of business. This has to happen. Okay, if not, guess what? This whole place smells like shit. All right? mm-hmm. And we have a couple of teammates, I assume you had as well, who didn't like the shower or whatever. And there had to be like real conversations. Like, hey, listen, you're making a whole team worse whenever you decide to do what you're doing right now. Okay? It's tough to sit by you. There's an entire shower right there just, one, just once a week maybe. Once, twice a week. Just do what you got to do. Pop Get in, in there. But, yeah, I think that is just uh, – I think all the things that are brought up about why – everybody thinks it would not work in an NFL locker room are actually the exact reasons why an NFL locker room is just fucking, like, such a cool place. Because it's like, everything you're thinking of is basically what makes the locker room cool. It's like, we're just all in this thing together, let's keep it moving. Now, if he stinks, hey, if he stinks, I think everybody in the locker room is going to be like, okay, listen, we appreciate appreciate the hell out of you for being... Uh, completely yourself and honest with us, but you can't fucking play football. He's you know? yeah, Not performing. You see? And so I think there, that, that, that could potentially happen in the future. Hopefully there will be more players that are comfortable, especially after Carl did his thing, and that is going to have to be something. Now, Michael Sam, I have no idea what happened there. That was obviously years ago. I didn't do that, but it's just – I think it's cool. Uh, I'm excited for him, and it came out of nowhere. Uh, uh, Lamar Jackson, okay, he posted a photo of him throwing on Instagram – All right, and a lot of people on the internet immediately go, Oh, he didn't post a video. Smart, that's what everybody's saying, he didn't post a video because the internet is a dumb place. Mm -hmm. Okay, that's what the internet is, and you're gonna find the dumb people in our society if you look around on the internet. What we have to do is just go ahead and sort through them. All right, we just gotta understand that they exist. This is us acknowledging in our society that there are. fucking doofuses okay absolutely this is something that does happen and they do have access to say things in public on a public forum in their in their hands and in on desks or in computers or whatever we just have to acknowledge that there are going to be some idiots and we just got to take that we just got to take that sometimes for me i get attacked a lot all fronts Mm -hmm. okay and i realize the more people that see me there's hey guess what much higher chance more people going to hate me. More students. Like, hey, that's going to happen. Yeah. Like, you, we just got to understand that there's going to be some of that and keep it moving. I want to see Lamar post him slinging that thing. I know. Because I, I think the Baltimore Ravens social media team, and I don't know how they are normally. Okay, this might have just been an anomaly, a mistake. I think they did him wrong by showcasing that one throw that they did. And I don't want that to make Lamar gun shy. Because guess what, Lamar? You are perfect for the internet, everything you do. Uh, so I don't want him to be bullied by the internet right now into not posting videos. AJ, I hope that's not the case, obviously.
5: Well, I mean, we can only hope it's not the case. It's it's a pretty amazing argument you have for this fact, just the fact that he posted a still shot, which I'm sure he got from the, the, uh, the team and he thought it looked cool with the background, everything was good, the balls in there, the laces, you can see everything. Like, do you think Lamar thought about this? Like, hey, I better
0: not post a video, no, you know, I' don't want to critique my throwing story. I mean, I hope not, but they remember There's they, no way There's they no way. banned, hey, they banned video being released from their practices, yeah, they banned it. I, I mean it mean, was
5: fantastic. it's weird, it's weird, but it's all right. they probably know like hey you could you could doctor, you could take any throw or anything somebody's working on, and then it can kind of like change the narrative on one of our guys,
0: yeah, I mean, editing can do some things, you know, certainly. Did or if you, you
5: threw 10 touchdown passes during the team period, but he threw a pick and seven on, and the guy post that.
0: Hey, listen. I'll go kick some balls, all right? I'll go 10 for 16 on good punts. Okay. Mm-hmm. Guess what's getting posted? <laughs> 10 of those things. Yeah. <laughs> there ain't 16. I'm sorry. It didn't have six more slides. I wish it did. <laughs> Can't post it. Editing can, you know, paint whatever picture you really want when it comes to highlights and things like that i just know that lamar jackson is an edited highlight tape every fucking time he goes on the field it seems like even when he goes off the field takes a poop comes back on the field it is he's going to get paid a lot of money i guess that is something that is happening currently Mm -hmm. connor what did we read this morning there's
4: uh something is into work so yeah gara was reporting how you know the ravens number one priority is to extend lamar jackson and now Uh, Lamar Jackson is negotiating his
0: contract actually on his own without his mom. I believe his mom is his agent. Right. I think Uh, because she was with him on draft night. Remember? And that was she was when he
5: was coming out. His mom was his agent. Right. Yeah. That was a
0: big story. Uh, I think that his mom was his agent. So his mom and Lamar are handling business with Baltimore, which is why. Okay, this makes a lot more sense now. I had forgot that she was his agent because when Harbaugh came out, and it came out that they were negotiating a long-term contract Mm -hmm. extension. It was being talked about as if it was like a done deal was happening. That's probably because this is personal and this is business with your star quarterback. So publicly, you have to – this has to be a very – comfortable thing on both sides this and, and they're saying this is the first time obviously at this magnitude that a deal is being worked by the player and by the personal relationship mom or whatever it has to be handled differently this isn't you're not going to some suit who's getting paid and then you're you're unloading and then that suit is choosing how to deliver the information so that there can potentially be a conversation so a deal can get done because that is the goal ultimately for the agent now it's straight to the person. Now there's no hiding behind it. Oh, I didn't say that. That was, that was misunderstood, miscommunicated. Now it's everything you say publicly about it is being heard, and everything you say privately is being heard, and if your public statements aren't matching your private statements, you can obviously see how a quarterback and a mom could be like, hey, fuck you. This, yeah. is, this is awesome. I'm very pumped that Lamar and his mom are doing this. This is good business. This is, instead of uh, any potential narrative painting, which some teams do, where we offered more money than ever, blah, 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 and they turned it down, now we're getting a chance to see how, like, hey, this is good business here. Now, this is Lamar In the Ravens, they're going to try to make the most of it. I assume Baltimore's going to try their best in clauses and shit to do stuff. If I was Lamar and his mom, and they've already negotiated millions and millions of dollars of deals. So this is not me trying to give any advice at all. I'm just saying in my particular world, whenever I have to do this sort of thing, I tell them I I don't want all that bullshit. Okay. I want, I would like this to be a basic deal. Okay. This is, this is you and me. All right. This is the basic deal. I need to see it. I don't need (laughs) 4,000. pages mm-hmm. of stuff. I'm not going to read it. You know who reads it? Lawyers do so that other lawyers can stay in business. I'm not doing that, okay, in this particular deal, so it can't happen. We need this to be pretty simple. I, there has to be that sort of conversation potentially happening as well for as simple as an NFL contract can go. The shit that lawyers can put on things that can just absolutely change it. I think that's the only question mark, and Lamar and his mom have already proven that they can dominate those conversations. This is just for other players that are potentially thinking about doing it themselves.
5: Yeah, but don't you think the Ravens also have extra incentive to keep the relationship good with Lamar? i seen what happened. Tom Brady leaves leaves uh, New England after so long. We see what's going on with Aaron right now. It's up in the air. Like They want to make sure, I would imagine, that Lamar is happy with the deal too, and it's not it's a fair bargain between both of them. But when will this thing get done? Do we have any idea?
0: Great question. Joining us now is a senior insider at NFL.com and NFL Network. He's the host of a show that is currently in hiatus for some time now and for the foreseeable future. Ladies and gentlemen,
6: Ian Rapp. What's up, dude? Sad but true. What's up, dude? How you doing? What's going on? I'm doing great, man. What's Summer sh- is here. It's the best ever.
0: Yeah, it is the best ever, and we got some real shit to talk about, especially uh, with Lamar Jackson. Let's get to it. I was going to ask you about your shirt because you had a Mississippi State Bulldog on last time, and that garnered some
6: ripples on the internet. Was that a Mets shirt? Uh, Mets today. Yeah, people always ask me what I what I root for, and there's really only two things. I root for the Mets, um, which is also sad but true. Yeah, they're in a Um yeah, That's my lifelong, you know, fan. whatever, yeah, and wrong. then. I root for Mississippi State because that is my wife's alma mater. Uh, And I. besides the fact that I like a lot of the people there and I truly like them, I also want to stay married. Um, So it is a personal and a business decision.
0: Okay, respect and smart. The Mets will be the Pirates without DeGrom, but let's Uh move on. Um, Lamar Jackson negotiating (laughs) his own deal. (laughs) Alongside, I couldn't hear you. The thing's dead. So whatever you said there, good. <laughs> it was good. I wish I could have laughed. But um, Lamar Jackson, and it's a professional show. Ian, fucking get it together, dude. All right. Uh, Lamar and his mom negotiating this deal with Baltimore. This is a big time contract. It's going to be hundred, at least a hundred and some million dollars. The conversation revolves around. There's been very public you know, statements, knowledge, it feels like, from the Ravens' side, that a deal is going to get done and it's going to be big. And I wondered why, and I would forgot that Lamar and his mom were their business team. over They want this to be good, public and private, huh? Head, this is your quarterback. This is your quarterback's mom. This has to be handled much differently than whenever you're going through an
6: agent with lawyer speak and burials, right? Don't you think? Yeah, I mean, I feel like that's a good read on it because it's not, you know, like, if if you're... You're heading into a contract negotiation with your starting quarterback-powered agent, you know, like Josh Allen's doing with some of the guys from CAA, for instance, for Dakos with Todd France. I mean, you know, agents a lot of times, uh, agents a lot of times sort of act as the buffer for teams, the players. So if you're really pissed off about some offer, you scream at the agent, talk about why you're going to put them out of business or whatever you want to say, and then the player generally has no idea, and the relationship is good. It is a little different with Lamar Jackson because it is his mom sort of acting as his business partner, business manager, which, of course, everybody went bananas about during the pre-draft process, and he still went in the first round and uh, somehow was able to negotiate still his rookie deal. Not a ton of negotiation, but, you know, still they got it done. Yeah, millions of dollars. Yeah, millions of dollars. I mean, the money was set, but still, like, you got to make sure it's right. Um, I, You know, Lamar is seeing the same sort of eyebrows raised from the agent community and from players as well, because his mother is doing it. Um, It is a lot of pressure. It is unbelievably difficult. The stakes are incredibly high because if you lock yourself into a bad deal, you could be costing yourself tens of millions of dollars. It has happened. Um, It has happened. And, you know, we'll see, we'll see which way it goes. I mean, it is going to be big. And the Ravens do very good deals often for the Ravens. So this is probably the one that is most fascinating of all the deals for me.
5: What do you think Lamar's contract looks like compared to, say, what Josh Allen's contract's going to be?
6: I mean, I think some of it depends on when it's actually done because usually the guy who goes first, um, you know, gets jumped by the next guy. And, you know, I would imagine just considering, you know, CAA wanting to have the highest-paid quarterback, I would imagine they will probably – uh, I would imagine they'd probably like to see Lamar go first. Uh, hey, hey, and, hey,
0: you've done that twice now. By the way, you've you've dropped uh, CAA there, so there is a behind-the-scenes big-time competition happening amongst these uh, agencies when it comes to like football contracts, NBA contracts, and everything like that.
6: Oh yeah, yeah, and um, it like and it's not you know, CAA just happens to have Josh Allen. <laughs> we did it, you know, athletes first, everybody, has Todd friends, et cetera. Yeah, yeah. Um, but Lamar Jackson has his mom. And so that's why, like, I think they hey, the can Jackson, get it done. I think the, yeah,
0: the Jackson agency is trying to get on the score. Yeah. Right. You just say hey. Jackson
6: incorporated. Right. Whatever it is. Like Rich ball. But or, yeah. It yeah. is. Mm-hmm. He's the highest. It's, yeah. it's difficult. And a lot of eyeballs are going to be watching because, you know, it's, if they do a bad deal, it probably sets the quarterback mark. You know, if he gets, if he ends up getting, I don't know, let's say 36 a year. Right. I think everybody would be like, Hmm. I'm like, okay, that's good. Hey, but Dak got forty, and he's, you know, Lamar's the MVP. I mean, so, you know, in the agent community, um, because they're doing it without an agent, everyone's watching. Okay, We've seen this all, work right, out all right. Hey, let's
0: get to this real quick. You know? Let's get to this. Okay.
6: So let's say
0: they negotiate a good deal. Are you going to cover right. it the same way, or these agents going to get pissed off at you for covering it that Lamar's mom was able to negotiate a perfect deal, or is it is it probably going to be? a little slanted towards maybe the deal could have been better. Is that, is that, is that? (laughs) that,
6: (laughs) No, that, that's actually, that's not a bad question because obviously, you know, like me and the people like me talk to agents a lot. Um, But the numbers are going to be what the numbers are going to be. Like I've, I've done, I would say like fairly extensive reporting on a couple of the other big time contracts that Mm -hmm. were done by people without agents. Laramie Tunsil got a massive deal, no agent. DeAndre Hopkins, massive deal, no agent covered them the same way. Uh, Sometimes people from the agent world are very upset about that, but the numbers are what they are, Um, and they all get their time anyway, so... I will probably cover it the
0: same. Zito just looked up um, Felicia Jones is her name. If I'm one of these yep. agencies, I'm, I'm trying to buy her agency. Isn't that what all the agencies do anyways? They just buy up smaller agencies and become these bigger agencies. I'd be buying up Felicia Jones' agency at least before this deal is done and being like, hey, listen, remember, we also got some uh, potential blackmail in this pro- that you might not have, okay? We can potentially, <laughs> we can maybe do this type Ooh. of thing as well. That's because... I didn't even think about this sets the – like Josh Allen, he hasn't really talked he, – he's just said it's going to get done, people will get it done, it'll get done, I'm focused on this. And I don't think the Bills have come out and said that's going to get done soon. This one, Folo reported and said that it's going to be done before training camp potentially. So I wonder if Josh Allen's camp is legitimately – camp is like, okay, let's let Lamar go first here, and then we'll go. And that – hey, he won an MVP – Buffalo Bills have had, you know, back-to-back playoff runs. They look like they're in a good spot. That money potentially going to be near each other. I, I think that's that's probably yeah. a good move. But whatever Lamar's is, it is going to set the day. T- what if he goes fully guaranteed like Kirk Cousins goes? That was something that, you know, didn't really affect the overall market at all, right?
6: Uh, it was precedent-setting, but because it was an actual free agent quarterback, and that, you know, free agent quarterbacks rarely happen like for your— real legitimate starting quarterback um no obviously no offense to fitz and andy dalton i'm just saying it was a little different when kirk cousins was out there
1: um
6: that sort of set the precedent but it didn't really affect the market much Um, i'd be surprised if the ravens did a deal like that they are very very good at making sure their deals are raven friendly yeah but they can't Um, they
0: can't they can't be super raveny they can't in this because if it comes out you know and it's public and it like, that's going to affect the rela- – like, that's what I'm
6: thinking. I-, I might be wrong in this whole thing. It's still going to be a ton no. of money,
5: though. It's still be a ton of money. It's not structured, isn't it?
6: Right. But, no, Pat's right, though, because we saw this with Colin Kaepernick and the 49ers. They did a deal that was – the 49ers won that deal by a lot. And um, and I don't – you know, this isn't a value judgment. This is literally what it just what it is. Uh, it significantly hurt the career of Colin Kaepernick's agent, Scott Smith, at the time. He's not in the business anymore. Like that was it, and then that was, you know, that that was one where I think Kaepernick probably realized that he agreed to a deal that he should not have, pretty quickly, and then made it difficult.
5: So, how much leverage does does uh, Lamar have in this whole situation? Do you think they have the upper hand? Is he who's going to win? I guess.
6: I mean, I, I, I I have a hard time saying who has more leverage because let's just say Lamar says, "Hey, man, I'm playing it out. Sorry, you couldn't offer me anything. I'm playing it out," and then he goes and just kills it. They got him some weapons. Yeah, but think about this.
0: Think about this. Think about this. They offered him. He turned it down. Okay? So then he heard what exactly directly from his mom and he doing business, he heard exactly how much they valued him versus somebody else. So if he was to do, as opposed to, hey, that's not a good enough deal. I'm not even going to present that to lamar which by the way happens 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 in business that happens in business a lot i do business uh with the folks jeff jacobs is sitting right here there are a lot of things that he potentially gets that he goes i am not even okay because you will be cut out of his orbit forever (laughs) if, if we if we do that and that's something where i hope i guess a lot of people can separate you know They can separate church and state. You know, they can separate the value of somebody putting on you versus the personal relationship. But it's very difficult, I learned. It is very, very difficult for me not to be like, hey, fuck you, actually. So that's going to be fast. I don't think there will ever come a time where he turns down and says, you know what, I'm going to play through one more year. And then he comes back. Because I think at that point, he said, what more do I have to do to prove I just— it's it is different. Like this is a this is a very different thing they have to kind of wade through because personal relationships, you know, that is business basically at this point. So it's I I if it's a couple hundred million, I guess that kind of cures all, but still it's like this could be okay. tough for them. Let's talk about some other stuff going on in the world. Uh, talking agents, lawyers, legals. Um, Aaron Hernandez once threatened to kill you in public. I did not know that. We just found that this yeah. morning. Yeah, what? Oh, yeah. I, I had no idea. We just saw a headline. I guess it was from way back in the day. Is this yeah. real? Former Patriots tight end Aaron Hernandez once threatened to murder prominent NFL reporter Ian Rappaport in front of a co- uh, crowd. Sportscasting.com reported that. We saw a headline. Only on Instagram, by the way. Uh, I don't then, know about
6: the prominent part, but sure. Uh, did that happen? Uh, it happened sort of. So, I mean, yes, like the words were used. And so I told this story was when Hernandez died. Sort of. I mean, you'll you'll. see. Anyway, Hernandez died uh, and I'll Sports Illustrator reporter called me because she knew that I'd covered him. And I kind of told the story, and I'm sure this has happened to you too. Like, I said it, and as soon as I said it, I was like, Oh, shoot. This is probably going to be a headline because, like, which was definitely not my intention. (laughs) So, what happened was, we were Hernandez and I were cool. Um, we were not best friends, but like we had each other's numbers and we talked. And he was like, you know, definitely a little edgy. Um, but we were cool, you know, like, and um, at some point, you know, and I think this was actually when he was giving me his number, he was like, Look, like, you know, you're my guy, I appreciate you. Um, you know, I'm, you got to do right by me. Um, you know, I trust you. And if you don't, you know, I'll kill you. And I kind of like laughed and he didn't laugh that much. And then I looked at this other reporter who was staying there and he kind of goes like this. And then as soon as Hernandez got arrested, I get a text from that other reporter who was like, do you think he was serious? (laughs) I "I don't know. So, so you know, threatened sort of.
0: Hey, so rap sheet, he says that and then you guys dap up, or it's just a walk away? Yeah. Oh, no.
6: Like, you know, the, yeah.
0: We'll hey, you know. do that, I'll kill you. He said that to Sorry. that one guy Hey, you do something in my car, uh-huh. I'll shoot you in the face. And, and he did. And he did. Hey, I'm happy you didn't do him wrong, Ian. It's great to have you here on this Tuesday, June 22nd. That's an insane connection to a pretty large story in the NFL's history. Shout out to you, Rap Sheet. Let's talk about two stories happening right now. Uh, Uzi and Lambo, and then on the same night when everybody was attacking Frank Clark for potentially, why does he have an Uzi, another NFL player was shot four times going to see a family member in D.C. <coughs> in D.C. That was not like a... That was just, is, are my vocal cords quitting? June Potentially. Oh, no. It wasn't June Buck. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. What are the updates on these stories? These are obviously alarming headlines. Uh, Frank Clark yeah. allegedly now has been caught with uh, in gun possession two times in the last few like, months. Yeah. Do we know what's going on, why this is happening, and what's the future look like here?
6: All right, we'll start with uh, Jalen Twyman, who's a late-round pick from the Vikings, defensive tackle that I think most people probably had not, heard much of before this happened. He was was visiting a relative in D.C. He was apparently, according to his agent, Drew Rosenhaus, in a car and got shot four times. Uh, Rosenhaus called him an innocent bystander, which is to say that he believes that his client did not do anything wrong. He is, uh, I'd have to check, but I believe he's still in the hospital, but shot four times. Nothing serious, which I guess is sort of easy for me to say, but nothing Serious or life-threatening, no broken bones, no ligaments, nothing that will prevent him from playing football, but obviously, like, you know, extremely, extremely scary. And, um, you know, the Vikings were aware of this whole thing. They put out a statement, but um, this is, I would say, extremely scary. Yes. Uh, but hopefully he is going to be okay. Okay.
0: And then the fr- also scary situation, Frank Clark, Uzi, and the Lambeau. Why is yeah. that? Is somebody coming after I, him?
6: I mean, he was pulled over, I guess, for some sort of like minor car violation. And then the officer looks and sees an Uzi sticking out of his bag. Mm. Um, and then, you know, Love that's it. not okay. Um, but it's even more not okay because this was something that he got in trouble with a couple months ago. I mean, these are the kind of things that can be suspension worthy in the NFL. I mean, or worse. I mean, one, it's a felony gun charge. Yeah, that's, I think that's the so biggest like, deal forget here. Forget about suspension. contract like, too. And right. And lose guaranteed money and maybe go to jail like this is, you know, and and these are the kinds of things that I mean, there was a time in the NFL when seen players got arrested a lot before the NFL really, really kind of stepped up their support system of of all. the. And, you know, we haven't seen a lot of this now, but this is two gun charges for an extremely high profile, very good player over the span of three months. Like something is obviously wrong. Um, And I don't I don't know what's going to happen, but that is it. For one of the best teams in the NFL, a extremely important legal situation.
0: As one NFL player who has been arrested, okay, I'd like to say let's not judge until we hear the whole story here, <laughs> but that <laughs>
6: seems like that could potentially
0: – be difficult, uh, both not only in court, but also behind the scenes. I, anytime somebody feels like they have to drive around with an Uzi, I just got a lot more questions. I'm like, what? what who? Who is, who is potentially looking for him? And that's – I'm worried about old Frank Clark. Go ahead, Diggs.
4: Uh, Ian, there's a lot of pretty notable veteran names still left as free agents. Do you think – do they get signed during training camp, pre-training camp, after training camp to see how players develop and injuries and stuff like that? Is there a majority of when these guys will get signed?
6: Yeah, it's a bad time to be a free agent. Um, and you're right, like the names we got, I mean, just kind of off the top of my head, you know, we got, uh, we got KJ Wright, we got Richard Sherman. Um, let's see who else. I got my little list here. We got Todd Gurley. We got Melvin Ingram. Um, I got a big list over there, of these guys. Um, I think probably a couple will sign before camp. But if you're a veteran and you've waited five months or four months to sign because you want $5 million instead of you know, the minimum plus a signing bonus, you might as well wait till someone gets injured. Like, we're going to see, there's going to be some, like, key linebacker injury, unfortunately, or something like that on, you know, August 4th and KJ like, I'm glad that I waited. So I think, you know, you might see one or two of these guys sign before camp, but my better guess is you'll see some of these guys wait until they absolutely have to sign. Like, if you're Richard Sherman, you've been through 10 training camps, you already didn't get the money you wanted originally. Like you should just wait. And like, maybe the money comes up because somebody has to have you.
2: Time rap sheet. uh, A clip from the shop came out uh, with Brady saying, you know, you're sticking with that motherfucker talking about some quarterback. And then Dan Patrick reported this morning that the bears were one of the finalists, we were trying to figure out if it, if he was talking about Nick Foles, if he was talking about Jimmy G with the 49ers. Have you heard anything on, on who Brady might be talking about in that clip and if the Bears were really that close to getting him?
6: I don't think it was the Bears because my understanding of the Bears' situation was they were interested in Brady and he kind of didn't want to play in the cold and just <laughs> wasn't – like I don't think the Bears were one of his like really down-to-it finalists. And they awesome. definitely didn't stick with – Trubisky over Brady they wanted Brady and he ended up signing in Tampa so I don't think it's the Bears I I don't know Um, I don't know the answer I think it's amazing that that show is really good obviously my second favorite sort of internet screen-based show um, besides this one, obviously. No, no, this show's oh, they-
0: not better than the shop, but I appreciate you lying like that. Is it that. not? No, now, now oh, we have God. to take into question everything you say after that <laughs> statement, but go ahead, I'm
6: sorry, go ahead and finish that. I I have not watched a ton of but that that show, but I will probably watch it this time. This what do yeah. what?
0: What you just see the clips is that how you say you're watching you yeah sound- i see the clips okay yeah you sound like me too yeah, yeah i do a lot of that but i actually watch that show because you're getting super high level people talking with other high level people they're comfortable it's normally great and the, the tom brady howard stern interview was unbelievable and i hope this time it is also great do you think though that yeah. was about another team in you you're thinking it's yeah. the niners as well it sounds like
6: I I, I kind of don't think it's the Niners. I mean, the language he used sticking with him makes me kind of think that it was someone who had already been a starting quarterback for that team, so maybe that's Jimmy. My immediate thought was the Colts. Oh, because the they basically chose Rivers. And even though, like, you know, they weren't sticking with him, they had just signed him, but, like, Rivers was clearly on the downside. <laughs> All right. And also, Brady likes Jimmy G. So I – I would be a little surprised. I'm, I'm you know, who knows? But I, you, you could say this kind of thing about your friends. But I'd be a little surprised if it was someone he really likes, like Jimmy G. What?
0: Well, okay, so what you <laughs> just said there, maybe he wasn't talking about um, Phil Rivers, but. He would have had to have been introduced to the Colts' interest to Phil Rivers at some point. And then he would have had to say, I'm interested. And then Chris would have said, oh, OK, let's have a conversation. Let's talk. And then at some point, if this was, if, if what you're saying is right, right, if what you're saying is right, let's talk, let's talk. And then all of a sudden, Chris goes, you know what? Hey, that was a good time. We're going to go a different direction.
6: And then he... Uh, well, I think a lot of what? people knew. I mean, didn't we all know at that point that Rivers was going to the Colts? Like I, I mean, it seems like a million years ago, but I felt like we knew that was kind of going to happen probably like in February, right? Just like Carson. You must have known.
0: Yep. Uh, yeah, I did know, but I, I also found out later that we potentially picked Phil Rivers over Tom Brady. And I will let you know, my reaction was exactly how it is now. I, I did not know that was as real as it is now. I heard glowing reviews about phil rivers as a human as a teammate as quarterback everything like that that's mate. i love phil i love how competitive he is hey dadgum he cracks me up right? yeah, yeah. Like, i love every every fudging thing he was a great interview on here but man tom brady's available and then this year guess what julio jones was available i I assume maybe julio is trying everything and then gronk would have been here and then antonio brown would have been here with that defense and ty jonathan taylor in the backfield alongside mac and everybody else i mean it's it's a little frustrating when you say (laughs) shit like that rap but you've been talking out of your ass all day so i don't know what's real and what is isn't. you know what i mean
6: that's fair i'll watch the shop i'll go back i'll look i'll I mean, it seems like a good show. It's just, you know, I got, we got a lot of things going. I'm still trying to make it through Breaking Bad, okay? I'm just finished season two, so give me a break.
0: Go Connor.
4: any update on the Deshaun Watson front? Because he's posting on IG again, and he's chucking football. So, is there anything going on
0: there? There's legalists.
4: I did
6: notice that he's back, kind of, uh, back at it on social media, which, you know, I don't think he really stopped training, but obviously, like, as you get closer to the season, as he gets more and more a high profile, like, I've also noticed the Instagram thing, so whatever that is, like he's back playing and kind of being out there. Um, I don't get the sense any resolution is coming soon. I don't get the sense we'll see one until kind of probably like maybe like right before training camp. Um, Teams are still interested. I know some would like him to kind of wrap up his legal situation, settle, whatever. Uh, We haven't gotten any inclination that he wants to settle, Um, you know, under the circumstances that the opposing lawyer wants, which is what everyone – uh, kind of muzzled, you know. Uh, uh, you know. So Deshaun, kind of just no get this clear. Just
0: Deshaun okay. sure. would settle if everybody was allowed to talk, because Deshaun's team doesn't want to settle because the settlement um, agreement presented by what's his name, Busby, Bus- Busby, yeah. is that everybody would not be allowed to talk going forward. It would be like a NDA type thing.
6: Right, NDA was the kind of thing I was searching for that I couldn't come up with. I got you dude, yeah, I I do those. I appreciate that. Um, I don't know if he definitely would settle, like I don't know if they have a number, but I know from what I was told that he's not settling unless the accusers are allowed to speak um, however they want and unless everything becomes public. Like full transparency is important and that seems like that is what he is fighting for.
0: Hey Ian, do you have an agent? I do i oh, so you've never been in the room. You you have no, you, Hey, you, you, have you ever sat down you've never done the, uh, Ian, you don't go in there and do it yourself. Aren't, aren't you, you've never done that. You've never got curious on how that whole thing goes.
6: Um, I know I, I don't want, I don't want to have awkward conversations. So I'm much happier to have someone else who I pay a reasonable sum to go in and make awkward conversations for me. Cause like you said, when they do something where you're like, Hey, is this really what I'm worth? Like, I don't want to hear that. Just tell me I'm, you know. Okay, so I hope
0: you you cover this Lamar Jackson situation as such then. You know what I mean? Like, I hope that, you know, because this is a, that is really how this whole thing pans out. I don't know what the Ravens, I don't know how they're going to handle this because I think the natural instinct of the Ravens in NFL teams, in CBAs, in every negotiation, we got to win, we got to win, we got to win. We got the best lawyers of all time to win, win, win. And in this situation, that might not, I mean, I don't know how that's, that could blow up. Thank you for the conversation today. Rapaport. we appreciate you so much. Uh, you're the best. Ladies and gentlemen, host of Rap Sheet and Friends, which might come back at some point, Ian Rapaport. Yeah! So sorry to interrupt, but I want to let you know it's time to spoil the shit out of your dog with BarkBox. Hell yeah. Two toys, two treats, and a chew. It starts as low as $23 a month for $60 worth of dog chews and toys. $37 in savings, it sounds like right there, if I read that sentence
2: accurately. That is correct. That's unbelievable.
0: It's the best day of the month for our dogs. When their BarkBox arrives, the tails start wagging. The, nose, the noses start sniffing. It's happiness. It is. Pure elation. Pure joy for our dogs. And it's time for you to get in the game. Into the happy dog game with BarkBox. Join now and get a free extra toy in every box for a year. That's $60 worth of toys for free. Sign up your pup and get unique toys and snacks, plus a free extra toy every single month, tailored toys and treats, ship free every single month. Start now and get $60 in free toys in a year. Unique toys, USA-made treats, free monthly delivery, and $60 in free extra toys? Are you kidding me? Spoil the shit out of your dog when you go to BarkBox.com forward slash Pat. That's B-A-R-K, B-O-X dot c-o-m forward slash that's the slash it looks like it's leaning forward from left to right Mm -hmm. pat p-a-t get $60 in free toys this year alongside the incredible savings you're already getting from our friends at BarkBox two toys two treats and the chew monthly to the house so you don't have to think about spoiling the shit out of your dog every single month do it now make your dogs happy
2: it's well worth it
0: barkbox.com forward slash pat let's get back to the show here we are. Uh, the P- hashtag PMS 100K giveaway week. Day two is the entire hashtag contest. Is a beautiful one. We're giving away two 70-inch televisions. Ooh, We're giving away $25,000. This follows after giving away $25,000 yesterday and a golf cart yesterday. Damn. Now two 70-inch TVs, and $25,000 up for grabs. All you have to do is, all you have to, there we go. Don't want to kill it. Yeah, but you got, I mean, you heard me just like, (laughs) you knew that I was literally just buying time there because I forgot what the contest was because, (laughs) I mean, it's a good one today. I I was wondering why I haven't been able to move my arms. Okay, right before this photo was taken, all right, this one right here, uh, I did curls. 30 pound dumbbells, they mm-hmm. little machine ones alternating and by the way, we're talking one, two, three, four, five, 5 6, six, seven, 7 8, eight, nine, 10. ten. That is how we're counting, okay. How many curls do you think I did in one run by the way? Wow, Right before I took this photo, if you get it right, you could potentially win $25,000 or one of two 70 inch TVs that we'll be giving away. All you have to do is get it in before somebody else. Okay. Uh, First person, get the right answer in, 25 grand. Then the next two, obviously the televisions. Congrats to whoever it is. I appreciate you. AJ, what's your guess, pal? Uh, 14, seven each arm. Okay.
5: (laughs) Okay. I'm going. Oh. I'm judging off like percentage of your max. I would imagine if you're 30 pounds, your max is probably what 45 pounders you could do in a curl. Nah,
0: oh, this guy. I Please. mean, what is your? De- look at the what photo. An oh.
5: Don't just don't just judge. It was me. a compliment. I'm saying you were so jacked that you only had to do seven each arm to look like that. Oh, oh, oh good spin. Oh,
0: what a what a <laughs> yeah. flip there. Never would <laughs> Aaron have. Aaron Donald.
5: You're like a young Aaron
0: Donald. Never would have expected that. You know, and we talked to Bobby Lashley one time, and Bobby Lashley is maybe the most jacked human on the planet yes. earth right now. I asked him, I'm like, what do you do? And he said, oh, at this point, I just got to do just a little bit of weight. I just kind of work out everything and just kind of maintain and just move along. That's what you're saying about me? Me and Bobby Lashley don't have to lift that much to look like we have a little bit of muscle? Is that what you're saying, AJ Hawk? Well, I think Bobby Lashley
5: may have some superior genetics over you and myself for sure. That guy is absolutely shredded. He's jacked.
0: He is, uh, him and Drew McIntyre, so, okay, were staring at each other. I walked by them, you know, while they were staring. I was like, "Jesus, <laughs> f- look at that. these dudes! Are billboards? Yeah, their yeah. their their backs are billboards. I have no idea how they do it. Uh, but you're not right with 14. So go ahead and enter your guess on Twitter. Use the hashtag PMS100K. Uh, Giveaway week, day two, and that's the number two Ooh. at the end. And guess how many reps alternating each one counts. Good luck out there. Um, I haven't been able to completely straighten my arms all day because <laughs> of it. There's a little bit of a cramp. So that could be, you know, that could be a little bit of a clue. Like yeah, maybe I cool. did. Maybe I did go, AJ. Maybe I did go. Very impressed with myself, by the way. Very pumped up about it.
5: Right, with the, how many times you could curl 30 pounds? Yes. I don't mm-hmm. know. You know, I haven't boxed. Okay, so it's a lot then. So people know it's a good clue for us.
0: Bingo. That's what. And I haven't boxed in a couple of days either. Oh. Okay. fresh arms. So the arm. Now they're yeah. dead now, by the way. My arms <laughs> are dead right now. But I want. I got after it. I was pretty psyched up about it. And if I could just look, how do you just look like that all the time? There's yeah. some guys that just look like that all the time. Why? Just flex. Just flex all the time. Yeah, but how, there's people, I feel like, that don't have to do that. They just kind of walk around, and they look like... That's Cut like up. They, they got zero body fat, huh? Yeah. Was, that's what it they is. They don't eat.
4: Everyone else could stop, because I already tweeted out the winning answer.
0: Diggs did count. Mm-hmm. He did. <laughs> uh-huh. So as we as I did it live, there was six different counters. Nobody agreed on the number. <laughs> so, we had to watch the video back, and by the way, then it became... Two people agreed, three people agreed after watching the video back. It was, it was, was there was quite a speculation on what the right answer was.
4: Well, it's tough to keep count, because as my guess, I'm pretty sure it was correct, 13,873. See, now, that is (laughs) something
0: to think about here, Mm -hmm. because... I was getting going, I was moving. Whatever, you could potentially win, get the right answer. Um, we're supposed to have Jet passing on with us, but there is a tech glitch. Oh, no. So i am just here. Too you know, just kind of filling. I think you guys have witnessed and heard us filling there, which is yeah. terrible fodder for conversation. Hopefully getting to a convo that is very fascinating.
5: Hopefully, Jet isn't on the other line zooming with a uh, Zobrist marriage counselor. Jeez. <laughs>
0: That guy was their marriage counselor as well, how
5: (laughs) terrible is that?
0: Well, and that's when he told him to take some space away. Yeah. I mean, just worst guy of all time. But the Zobris-Pastor-Yon uh, situation where the pastor was trying to fornicate and did successfully knock boots with Ben Zobris' wife while telling Ben uh, to basically go, hey, just go away a little bit. Go, go live go in a hotel. Hey, go do what you got to do here. And having him take off a year basically afterwards and losing out on money is just one of many wild tales in situations that follow around the great sport of baseball it seems like everything that happens off the diamond is magical on the diamond snoozer mm-hmm. that changed last night when both of those worlds combined with jacob de welcoming in an entirely new era of baseball to break it all down insider from espn uh, mlb insider ladies and gentlemen jet pass yeah! Jet! Yeah! Woo! attaboy
4: jet oh, oh are, are you games? talking
7: jet breaking what's going on Get it, dude oh wait are you talking i'm sorry me I- <laughs> Yeah. No, I I, I just thought on the show when people talk, you don't pay attention.
0: I'm sorry. My
1: bad. Touche. Because of
7: the yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah,
0: I respect it. I respect.
5: I almost forgot
7: about that. (laughs) <laughs> I will never forget about that.
5: <laughs> Sorry about that, Jet. But hey, I, I think I would have struck him out.
0: I really do. Oh, we could have figured it out right there. Yeah, what the hell? The player just stepped Still off the mound. Do. Thought we were going to be able on. to finish that thing off. We could have returned the favor to you there. I, I do apologize <laughs> for that situation. It snowballed into something that we could have never guessed. Uh, I apologize for that. But thank you for being a part of one of my favorite moments I've ever had in my entire life, live on the air. Ben Zobrist, his wife and pastor... That snowballed into something I don't think any of them could have ever guessed. And, and I don't want to talk about that with you because you have information on stuff that we can't find anywhere else. We'll be able to talk about what happened with that pastor and that World Series MVP at another time with other experts, maybe pastors and other things like that. This whole spider tack situation here, what happens if yesterday... When the camera national uh, solo shot is on the best pitcher in baseball, DeGrom, all eyes are on DeGrom. What happens if when they go in his belt or under his his hat or behind his neck, what happens if they just scoop up a massive thing? Like what happens if that happens? And is this going to go on every single game? And how many people will get caught? And how did we get here? So a lot of questions there. I appreciate you.
7: All right, first off, uh, I think he goes to jail if they find something. <laughs> Whoa. Dead? No.
0: Like, I was about to say solitary confinement. I mean, I got shackled yeah, for exactly. being drunk in public. I, <laughs> I couldn't even imagine that type of punishment.
7: <laughs> He's going to be your roommate, Pat. Hey, um, I solitary. They, uh, you know, it, it, listen. No roommate. It's bound to happen at some point because cheating's been... cheating, Like, cheating's kind of baseball's thing. Yeah. I don't know if you've noticed, but... You know, the trash cans and now the spider tag. It it was interesting. I was talking with somebody last night who uh, uh, was aware of the enforcement that was going on across baseball and about how many guys had been using before they enforced the rule that had been on the books this whole time. And he said some of our worst offenders in baseball pitched last night, and they didn't find anything. So there's one of two possibilities going on here.
4: Oh, keistering! (laughs)
7: <laughs> their are keistering. No, number one is that guys actually have been scared straight. And okay. and I think that's I think that's probably the likeliest. But number two is guys are finding interesting spots to yeah. put their spider tack now. And you know, some guys got spider tack on his balls, and he's going to regret it later. Yeah, but it is—it is going to happen at some point this year.
0: Hey, skin, listen, we got five hundred million on the line.
7: <laughs> All right, and we'll get back to you
5: later. Go ahead, AJ. Hey Jet. So, how often will they be coming out and patting these pitchers down? And can a, the opposing manager like ask for this? And are they going? Is this going to be some gamesmanship where they're going to continue to try to mess with guys?
7: Interesting. Looking through the rules, it says if we determine that a manager is requesting something illegally, we're not going to go check it. Like if he's doing it just to, you know, delay the game, or if a guy's, you know, struck out eight in a row and he says, okay, go check they're not going to do it unless there's evidence there. But this is going to be something you see every day with every pitcher. Starting pitchers are going to be checked multiple times games, probably going to be after the first inning uh, and after subsequent innings there. And, uh, every time a reliever comes into the game at the end of his outing uh, or at the end of his first inning, rather, he's going to be checked. But the closer are the ones that get the special treatment because, like, let's say you give up a walk off home run. You don't want an umpire going all TSA on you and patting you down and and trying to have himself a good time. So closers get checked. Before they go into the game.
0: Okay, so they're going to have to get somebody to airmail it in from the uh, crowd man. while they're doing their long extended run. Maybe I've seen a lot of jail escape docs and how they get stuff in docs. I assume if pitchers really want a couple hundred million, they'll figure it out. But
7: that yeah. up last night, I mean, he did a. Oh yeah. He went. He went full like two hands into the crotchel area. Yeah. Like it was intense. And that's and Degrom. You can, see, you can see the look on Degrom's face. DeGrom was like, I know I'm good, but jeez. Yeah, he's really good, obviously. Hands off the merchandise.
2: Amen. Uh, go ahead, Ty. Yeah, Jet. For guys like DeGrom, like after last night, and he's good. Does he get like a check mark, or is this, like you said, is this going to be every single time he pitches multiple times? Oh yeah
7: it's gonna be happening for the rest of Come the year Come on,
0: Jet, it's- why is the sport have to stink? Why? Why does it have to stink to watch? The game's already too long, don't we already think that?
7: Isn't that kind yeah, of like but is it, yeah, but isn't this isn't this just gonna be in between innings? Like I, I don't know. Why aren't they doing this-
0: it why aren't they doing it in the dugout too? Why is it out there on like first baseline? Why don't they have somebody like following for instance, when I was in the substance of abuse program after the aforementioned uh public uh intoxication that happened, you know, I just some A drug tester would call me in random cities. I've been tested everywhere that you could imagine. Follow me into, like, lobby bathroom of hotel, gas station bathroom of place. Couldn't that just happen in the dugout? It seemed like this was a show. Like, it it seemed like... Like Degrom was out there, and it was like, all right, if they find something, this guy is going to get
7: booed out of the building. Like, it's a. Uh, isn't there another way you think to do it, or is this? How I they- was, you know, I was actually. I, I'm glad you brought up drug tests because I was actually wondering whether you guys have had Gumpy tested for being high, for being the spectacular dumbass who actually says bet on England soccer team. Gumpy, <sighs> what are you doing? Oh, oh my God.
3: We're already, we're already through to the knockout stage and won the first game. Oh!
7: Jet, you
0: don't know. Gumpy said... That's what he said. That's what he said. You don't know, Jet.
7: I think he just said knockout. Yeah. <laughs>
0: you know, he's from Canada pulling for England. I know, I yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. But, but the... Um, by the way, the Grandpa. Grandpa was quite a bear. I mean, yeah. the slam
4: shirt today, too. I mean, yeah, because he dunked. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah, I saw it early. And then he obviously, I mean, Jet, great appearance here today. Really <laughs> a great, great appearance here today. But is it going to be broadcast to everybody these checks? Is this going to be, uh, or is this going to be nah. something they're going to try to expedite quickly? Yeah,
7: yeah. It's, I was going to say, it was just a novel thing because it was the first day. Like, if you go to the ballpark, you're going to see it every time. But I, I mean, here, like, this is, a, a genuine question for both of you because you guys played professional sports and, and you probably have takes on cheating. Um, would you rather Major League Baseball implement this in the middle of the season like it did after six years of not suspending anybody for foreign substances or would you rather have them wait until the end of the year even though they know that this is going on?
5: Go AJ. Yeah, it depends if I'm a pitcher or not. If I'm a pitcher, no. I want him to wait till the end of the year. If I'm a hitter, right. test him right now.
0: Hey, get this and shit out of here. Yeah, get it out of here, Doug. Kick it off the tour right now. If I'm a designated hitter and I'm making all my money off of hitting a baseball and the person that I'm competing against, although I know that could affect my team as well, but our team's yeah. performance doesn't affect my paycheck as much as my performance does. If I can make this guy stink and hit ball bombs off him, let's do that right now. But... For the sake of the sport, though, don't there have to be kind of like, uh, if we didn't abuse this, if we didn't get the spider tack, like, isn't that almost what Manfred, who I know called the trophy a piece of metal and has said other things, is that kind of like hey, we have to do this until we can learn that we can't just abuse everything that we do. And do you think this will ever make its way back into the game because it's been around for so long? Or do you think this is like the new normal? Like, hey, these baseballs are going to be completely dry uh, when you're pitching. Because that's like a whole heads up football type thing, isn't it? If it sounds like the culture of baseball is to always use that
7: stuff. Here's what's going to happen major league baseball at some point in the next year. And I would assume it's going to be before the 2022 season is going to have a substance that it approves pitchers to use. What they're trying to do right now is figure out whether they can have something that's sticky without significantly increasing the spin rate, which is what the whole problem was in the first place. You know, this all really started when pitchers started to or when hitters rather started complaining to major league baseball. Hey, this is a problem, and you have to take care of it because nobody can get hits anymore. Uh, that's where this came from. Because for years, Major League Baseball understood that this was going on and just let it go. Didn't enforce the rule because uh, players were saying at the time, pitchers especially, we need this to keep control of the ball. Well, when you give a Major League player like a little bit, he's going to eat the whole damn cake.
0: Million, and- hundreds of millions of dollars are on the line. I mean, that's, of course, that's what yeah, guaranteed money forever. That is so much money whenever. And, and I think that's that all get goes all the way back to like A-Rod, right? Whenever he was 18 yeah. years old, yeah. he was supposed to be like the next thing. And he was in a locker room with a bunch of grown men who were mostly taking and using stuff. And uh, listen, A-Rod. Alex Rodriguez is Alex Rodriguez, okay? Yeah. Like, I am not... I don't know enough about him. But when I learned about him basically being one of the faces of cheating, and then he came out and kind of owned it and said, like, this is the way it was. And it didn't sound like a lot of people disagreed with him, by the way. It, at the, at the time, it didn't sound like it. it. There's always... In that sport, all those unwritten rules are going to all get exposed because of how much money is at stake. Is there anything else we should look out for? I mean, I, I would have never guessed people were in sensors on their chest that people could ring in and tell them a curveball is coming. But that was happening, I guess, right? No, you told No, us- don't no, do yeah. this. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. No, no, yeah, you're right. You told us before that didn't happen. Yeah, you're right, you're right. But,
7: uh, and here's th- the thing. Every time somebody accuses a Houston Astros player of doing that, Astros fans say, person went on McAfee and said it didn't happen. I didn't say it didn't happen. What I said is I haven't found any evidence of it Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, oh! Wait, oh, this, wait oh, oh, I knew it, oh, I knew oh, it, oh, it oh. breaking So I just want to let you know, I brought this back
0: up Because I see all those tweets as well, and remember Whenever you said that to me, I was very Surprised as well, because it was My understanding that they had something that Went all the way from their toes to their Heart, and somebody was sitting in the dugout And they had eyes on a camera that Was in center field, and they were hitting like, oh Curveball's coming just a little, and they <laughs> Oh, alright, here we go, alright Alright, and then a fastball's <laughs> coming up. their nipples, right? Yeah, yeah, I think so, that, by the way, wouldn't take shirt off. Hey, that's right. Wouldn't take shirt off. Ah. So then whenever you said, after all my research, and I view you as the authority on baseball in my life, and I hope you know that. So that's, you and Ty are literally the, he's more like the opinion, how I should feel, who does what. You're like, hey, this is what's happening in the sport. So you two, are about 90 to 95% of my information. So whenever you said, no, there's no exoskeleton, my thing, I was like, oh shit. Like that was surprising to me. And it is surprising. That's why I think he gets tweeted so much again. And now here oh, yeah. you are saying? I'm not no 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 I'm not saying that it existed.
7: I'm just saying I went looking for it. I spent a okay. long time looking for it and didn't find it.
0: You couldn't find anybody to say yes. You couldn't find any like pictures or potential you couldn't find anything in your investigation.
7: I trust me Pat I spent a lot of time looking for that stupid ass buzzer. <laughs> and
4: couldn't find it buried
7: it couldn't find find it digs go
0: ahead
4: uh jet otani's doing the home run derby tatis uh we're still waiting to hear about tatis (laughs) vlad jr's not doing it uh is there Ah. any are they are the players incentivized to do this at all or is it just a publicity thing and can we incentivize these
7: young players especially that we want to see do it i think the incentive should be that otani's in it like Here's the thing. I think this derby is going to be the most watched. I'm not just saying this. Not being company guy because it's on ESPN. This is this is the most excited. I've been covering baseball almost 20 years now. This is the most excited I've been for a home run derby. Hey, just getting to going. see Otani. Getting to see just, him in Colorado. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> What's are, are you, you
0: no, it a bat again? No, when you're talking about how awesome the Home Run Derby is, I'm very excited about that because weeks ago, we decided kind of, like we floated out, we're going to go. And as we got closer, I just assumed I would be like, no, we're not, I'm not going. Mm-hmm. We can't You're do it. going? It's on a Monday. We've kind of put into motion with SeatGeek that we are potentially going to be... At-
7: get the hell there, Pat McAfee.
0: It's Monday night, though, right? It's a Monday night?
7: Aren't you on SmackDown, not Raw?
0: Yeah, but I'm just saying that if that's Monday night, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden I'm home two, three a.m. That rolls into a terrible Tuesday for me. I mean, it's just you know I, mean, I got to think like an adult here. I got to speak into a microphone. I don't know, like twenty hours live a week. So I <laughs> don't know, know if you I... turn into a little
1: bit. Oh. <laughs>
4: It's the first week that you're back on the road, too. Yeah, I'm in mean, Houston
0: on Friday, Fort Worth on dude, Sunday. Come on. I mean, what do you fucking
7: think? So I'm not oh,
0: Bret Michaels, dude.
7: Yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. Shut up. <laughs> All
0: right, I'll go. I'll go, Jet. Right, two, <laughs> two, I'll go. Two, I'll two. go. Two. Yeah, <laughs> I will go, Jet. I'm going to go. Listen, I like their laws. The ball is going to fly. You know, I, I'm. Hey, hold I'm, on.
5: Pat, ask Jet. Does it Does it really mess up guys swing for the rest of the season if they compete in the home run derby?
7: No, nope. total myth. No evidence to back thought that so, up. Thoughts so. felt good yeah. about that. Not going to happen. Otani's Ohtani, going to be hitting balls 500 feet. I, I will say this. I don't know if Major League Baseball outside. still does oh. this, but once upon a time, the balls that they use in the home run derby must be like the rejects from the Rawlings factory because they oh, feel naturally. a little different. They're almost like the Super Bowls that are out there. So. <laughs> Uh, it's going to be awesome. This is the am, ball that I am I very hit. excited.
0: This is the ball that I got on base after hitting a 90-something mile-an-hour fastball one of the first nights I ever stepped in there. Oh, yeah. I wish they would have gave me one of them home-run derby juice balls, or yeah. maybe maybe I would have used a cork bat like I'm Sammy Sosa or, or something like that. But I, I played old-school baseball, and uh, I'm excited to potentially get out to Denver and watch those guys I, hit Pat, we,
7: I bet you we could get you on the field. No, no, no.
0: No, no, no. No, no, no. I'm out in the crowd.
5: We're you actually... want to
7: resurrect your career?
0: Yeah, playing the softball game,
5: Pat. You're
7: AB against AJ last time. Come on. You're ready. I want to see you hit a tank in Colorado.
0: Who should I? What?
4: You should pitch to Otani.
7: Yeah
2: there we go okay yeah there we go
0: that's what i should do by the way so much pressure on that
2: Uh oh yeah big time
0: poor bryce harper's dad i understand he was a great coach and everything like that but when he (laughs) stepped into the box and like hey dad like hey we need to really go here like we need to really go the dad has to feel or whoever's throwing like there is a very large sense of pressure on that i don't think we give enough credit for that that is a Tough gig, not a fun gig. I won't see any of that though, because I think we're going to be in the hey, we're going to be in the stands. We'll be looking down on you, judging you. Yeah. Hopefully, snagging balls. You know what I mean? All right, I like it. How many home runs are going to win it? You think?
7: I mean, uh, a lot. I, I don't even 50. know what. Yeah, 50. I was going to say I don't even know what the number is going to be. He I feel be like Otani's going to do like a Josh Hamilton in Yankee Stadium <sighs> thing. Where just every ball that's piped in there is going to be going out.
0: Now, let's final question for that, because you said the incentive is that Otani's in it, so other players should want to play in it.
7: They, they also get paid. Okay, like, yeah, I, yeah, think, yeah. I, think, I think there's a million bucks on the line for the winner. Oh, there you Okay. Right, exactly. go. Yeah. okay. Yeah. Let's go. Showtime. Let's okay. yeah. go. Shohei Otani
0: winning another million. Jet passing covering it on TV. Us probably. Uh, very, 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 very high in the outfield. Can't wait for that. Ladies and gentlemen, Jet Pass. Amen. Can't thank you enough for listening to this show. The fact that you allow us to penetrate your ear holes every single day, I'm eternally grateful for it. Take a picture of where you're listening. Tweet it with the hashtag endapodsquad. We're giving away $5,000 every day to somebody that lasts uh, $5,000 worth of money, not just one person. Yeah, maybe one person. Oh, we gotta figure that out. I'll ask Ty. I didn't ask him before he left. $5,000 every single day until we're off on Friday and then all next week. Just a little thank you for listening this long. I have no idea why you do, but I appreciate it. Hey, Mitt, I don't know how many times you fucked up today and how this podcast has been edited, but I appreciate you mucho. You're the best. And uh, please play some independent music to propel these people into a beautiful Tuesday. We're back tomorrow. Cheers. <laughs>